Good morning. Today is the tenth reading on for uh, the daily uh, New Testament that we're doing the the first quarter, and it is May twenty fifth. So, after having told us, and this is a devotional, after having told us about Jesus' teaching. Matthew tells us about a number of miracles Jesus performed. The miracles provide proof that Jesus truly is the Messiah for whom the Jews have been looking. He demonstrates power over disease, a storm, and demons. At times, Jesus uses only his spoken words, just as God had done in creation. Sometimes people view those who lived in Jesus' day as gullible. They think they only believed in Jesus because they were too uneducated to see he was tricking them. If this was the case, why was Matthew so careful to present proof of who Jesus is? He tells of powerful teachings and miracles and shows how Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies. Those who believed in Jesus weren't tricked into believing. They were convinced by clear evidence that Jesus was sent to them by God We have proof today, too. People who follow the teachings of a poor man who lived 2,000 years ago, sometimes in a miraculous way. And then the reading is Matthew 8. It's not too terribly long. So I'll go ahead and read for you guys because it's a good one. All of them are good. Um, Anyways, Jesus heals a man with leprosy. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, a large crowd followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hands and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. The faith of the centurion. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you under my roof, but because Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes. And that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham. Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom of heaven will be thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that very moment. And Jesus healed many. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in the bed with a fever. He touched her hand And the fever left her. She got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many were demonized or demon-possessed were brought to him. 
And he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill the spoken what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up all infirmities and bore our diseases. The cost of following Jesus. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then the, a teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus replied, The foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man had no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury the dead. Jesus calms the storm. Then he got into a boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake and waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciple went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. When he replied, You, O little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it um, com- was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. And then Jesus restores two demon-possessed men. When he arrived at the other side of the re- region of Gardeans, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent, no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God? They shouted. Have you come to torture us before the appointed time? Some distance from them was a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us into the pigs of herds, or into the herd of pigs. And Jesus said, go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the waters. Those tending the pigs ran off and went into the town and reported all this, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. That is a lot of stuff packed in to one chapter. And Jesus is pretty amazing at healing people, but then also getting to the heart of the issues. Um, Letting, uh, like the, he's able to see what it is uh, that, that, we really care about, like with the, uh, um, well, I'm just going to go into prayer. Sorry. You guys don't need to hear me digress and all that. And by the way, before we go into prayer, happy uh, late birthday to Jay. Yesterday was Jay's birthday. So happy birthday to him. And um, also, Jay, I forgive you for cutting. Um, So just thought just thought you should know that you're you're forgiven and thank you for your honesty okay so i'll go ahead and go to prayer father thank you for today thank you for giving us an example of your son on how to live um he he held nothing back he um he healed everyone that was around him that wanted healed it I mean, there's nowhere in this passage 
where it said he didn't heal someone. And he was willing to not only heal them, but reach out and touch them, which, I mean, that's really hard to fathom, considering leprosy and, I mean, quite honestly, how disgusting of a disease it it is. I mean, even cleaning up, you know, snot off a kid um, is pretty disgusting and it's like it's my own kid um (laughs) and it's not going to kill me or you know make all this other stuff happen and here you are going and willing to touch someone with leprosy and let them be healed i ask jesus that we all be so brave in order to do that but not only brave but uh, i mean i guess it would look brave to others, but that we have such assurance of your ability to heal and your willingness to heal and that that what your word says is true, that we, that we would be willing to do that. Uh, We'd be willing to touch the person with leprosy or touch the person that is sick and that we would be sensitive to the Holy Spirit in those moments because just like some of them you said words and they were healed and some of them you touched them and they were healed and in other parts of scripture you did weird acts of like spitting on their eyes or spitting in the dirt and rubbing it on their eyes or having them do different things and um, you know Jesus you said you do what you see the Father doing and I, I ask that we be, um, we be receptive of that, that we remember not to rush into moments like I, I do so often and just, uh, you know, lay hands on the person or, or declare healing, but ask what it is you're wanting and how you want it to happen and, and walk in step with you and help, um, Help us to know our hearts. Help us to know when we're putting our uh, families ahead of you or when we're saying that we're willing to do something for you, but we really we really haven't counted the cost. Help us to to recognize that and to truly count the cost of what it is and and not say yes to something if we're not willing to do it and um but help us grow to where we will be willing to do it because we have your heart and your love and let us be like the centurion who i mean he was looking after his servant something he definitely did not need to do as a roman uh citizen and centurion um he was looking at out for the needs of those that were by the world standards beneath him and was uh was able to recognize the needs and cared about him and went and sought help for them help us to be that way to where we recognize the needs of those around us and are willing to do it for everybody um and not think of it well 
just the people, our status level, or our friends, or our families, but even what the world would consider beneath each of us, uh, help us to be willing to do that. And have the faith that he had to be able to amaze Jesus. <laughs> I, I want to have the faith like that, where Jesus is amazed. Um, and lastly, the story of of the the demon possessed men uh, going off into the pigs and everything. I mean that there's a lot of stuff packed into that one as well, and that's pretty amazing. You were able to do that. Um, but I, I ask that we don't be like the town that went and pleaded with him to leave their region. Let us not be afraid of what it is you want to do in our region, Father. Help us not to have our eyes set on our possessions or on our our industry and our resources so much so that when you bring a change about it that we we want to have nothing to do with it and 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 ask you to leave help us to recognize you moving and to be willing to uh celebrate it when it happens um and to celebrate with the people you're doing it in i mean imagine if that town had came out and rejoiced with Jesus for healing those men, rejoiced with those men, brought them back in as part of their community and uh, moved with the new move Jesus was trying to do in their community. Uh, I mean, what would have happened? That would have been pretty amazing to see. And I know it's not something, you know, just as nothing is new under the sun. Um, We... We still have these issues in our societies today. And it, it, it's not, you know, the politician's fault. It's not the other person's fault. It's each and every one of us because we each have a responsibility um, in these areas. And and there are all those little decisions that that build up into the, the big ones. Um, so help us, help us to recognize your moves, Holy Spirit. Help us to be filled with your love and compassion, Jesus. Help us to have the courage and the the ability to know who we are in you, the assurance of faith to um, to follow along with your will. And I ask all this, and 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 also uh, forgive us of the times that we haven't done that. Um, I ask that for each of us that you you help bring those moments up where we where we've done that and we didn't we didn't recognize that it was you and um so that you know we can repent of those ways because you know you do, you do say that um when my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land and that's something we definitely need um it's healing in our land and and i mean you made us out of dirt there's land in us so we each need healing too 
but it, it starts with each and every one of us who are called by your name. So help us, help us with that by helping us see the areas where we where we messed up and 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 didn't recognize you and um, give us the courage to start on that journey and following you and repenting. And we ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Have a great day.